All right, welcome to Schizophrenic Music. This is Craig. Want to thank you for joining me for this week's Tuesday Triple Play. And I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball this week because I'm not going to focus in on all new releases. In fact, the first two albums I want to highlight are actual re-releases. And there's a reason why I chose to do this. One of them just popped up and then another one was released last year. But let's kick things off with the most recent re-release coming from an artist named Jack Moran. And the name of the album is called As I See It. Um, Now, this came on my radar from a a record label that I followed for some re-releases out of Australia called the Omni Recording Corporation. They do a lot of older country artists, uh, Porter Wagner being one of the more prominent artists. But this particular release, I'd never really heard of Jack Moran, so I was really kind of interested to what I was going to get from it, and it really blew me away. Now, this is his one and only album, but he's really more known, or I don't even know if he's really known for this, but his probably biggest notoriety is a song that he wrote for another country artist. His name is Henson Cargill. He had a a number one country hit with Skip a Rope, and that was co-written by Jack Moran. And while this song was a big hit, it was pretty controversial at the time. So let me give you a little context. I found a a little editorial review on, of all places, Amazon, talking about the song Skip a Rope in particular. It said it changed the face of Nashville country music overnight, bringing the generation gap and the racial tension directly to the swinging mainstream. So that immediately had me intrigued. And as I dove in, it's a very diverse album. I don't know if I necessarily would consider this country Um, it's got that element to it, but some of it's kind of folk. And then there's just some rock and roll music, you know, of the sixties and seventies that you would find just a very compelling listen. And one of those things where it's just hard to believe that this album isn't more well known. I'm so glad that the Omni recording corporation decided to re-release this. It's excellent. So let me give you a taste uh, of this album. And instead of playing that hit song, uh, Skip a Rope, which is the first track on the album, by the way, I thought I would dive into another song that he wrote that I thought really struck me well. It's called None of My Business. So once again, here is Jack Moran from his album from 1970 called As I See It. And the name of the song here is None of My Business. Ten more billion on the national debt. It's none of my business. 
Jack Moran with a song called None of My Business off of his album As I See It, which was just recently re-released, but originally was released in 1970. Once again, this is Jack's only album. One thing I didn't tell you is uh, Jack Moran is blind, uh, so leave it to a blind man to see beyond color. And, and really cut as deep as it gets. So well done. There's a couple of covers here, by the way, on this album that are pretty stunning. Uh, the Times They Are a Changing, of course, classic. And his version of Bridge Over Troubled Waters is just a must-listen. Beautifully done. So highly recommend checking this album out. It's one of those kind of lost in the archives and definitely should not be. As is the next album I'm going to highlight today. And this is one I've had in my collection now since um, mid last year, I want to say. I've had it for a while and just couldn't find the right time to kind of introduce it to you. It didn't really fit with a lot of our triple plays that we do. Maybe sometimes we focus too much on new. But the artist I'm talking about, his name is Eugene McDaniels. And the album is Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse. It was released in 1971 originally. It's R&B and soul. It's a little psychedelic. There's some funk in there for sure. Got a great groove to it. But more than anything else, it's the message behind this album that cuts through because he does not hold anything back on this album. It is truly remarkable. It's a thought-provoking album. The music itself kind of fits the tone of the lyrics. And I got to say, a lot of times, I'm not a huge lyric guy. It's not that I don't appreciate them. I just don't put as much emphasis on it. But on an album like this, you can't help but just reflect. I was surprised to see that All Music gave this four out of five. I would think this is at least four and a half, if not a five-star album. It is just so well done and such an important album, in my opinion. But let me give you a taste of this. And this is another one. I say this all the time. I'm like a broken record, but it's truly hard to pick a song on this. The only one I wasn't going to pick just based off the length is the last song in the album, but it's probably one of the most powerful songs. But let's go right down the middle and let's go with the, I guess you would call it maybe the title track, but Headless Heroes is the fourth song. So we're going to do that. So once again, this is Eugene McDaniel's This comes from his album from 1971 called Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse, and the song is Headless Heroes. Check it out. (laughs) 
automatic pawns in the master game. The player who controls the board sees them all as the same. Basically, cannon fodder. Left wing and right wing. Political pawns in the master game. The player who controls the board sees them all as the same. Basically, cannon fodder. Nobody knows who the enemy is, cause he never goes in hiding. He's slitting our throats right in front of our eyes, while we pull the casket he's riding. Better get it together. Headless Heroes there from Eugene McDaniels, and that comes from his 1971 album, Headless Heroes of the Apocalypse. Just a phenomenal album, in my opinion, Uh, but not his only album. In fact, he had quite a few albums on Liberty Records back in the 60s prior to that, and then he had another album prior to this one in 1970 called Outlaw, which was on Atlantic Records. And then afterwards, had a couple of albums after this. So had quite a recording career. Uh, And he wasn't just a a singer-songwriter. He was a producer as well. So happy not only to discover this album, but to discover Eugene McDaniels. Probably one of my favorite discoveries of the last several years. So once again, comes highly recommended. Now, we're going to switch gears drastically here. 
and go with an artist that I was really going to start the triple play off with. And But I'm glad I didn't. Sometimes we try to fit within a theme or play all albums that were released in a certain time frame. And I'll try not to ramble too much here, but it, it, it's fascinating how these things work. This album popped up back in 2016, but basically it had a woman sitting down. It looked like kind of like a 70s background, uh, but her face was covered with a cartoon lemon smiling. Uh, didn't think anything about it. I thought, well, I can't necessarily take this seriously. But then you fast forward three years, 2019, and another album is released by this artist, and the artwork on this is even more outlandish. Basically a topless woman riding a horse with, of course, that same cartoon lemon smiling. I, for some reason, I just didn't think to check it out. I thought, all right, well, this person keeps going. A new album was just released by this artist who goes by the name of Dope Lemon, and the name of the album is called Rose Pink Cadillac. And I finally decided, all right, this is the third album I've seen from this person. Let me check it out. And I was immediately struck by, man, this sounds familiar in a weird way, and I wonder why. And as a dove in, I realized that it's an artist that I'm actually quite fond of. So, so Dope Lemon is the musical moniker or alter ego of an artist by the name of Angus Stone. And I love Angus Stone. I've really been a fan of his stuff since he was writing with his sister, and so Angus, with his uh, sister Julia, Angus and Julia Stone, put out several albums going back to the, I guess, the mid-aughts, was quite fond of that. And then he put out like his only solo album just under his name in 2012 called Broken Brights. And that was one of my favorite albums of that year. It was a good bit more indie folk, a bit rustic. Man, I just loved it. What I'm hearing with Dope Lemon is a lot more breezy laid back, very chill, still has a little bit of a melancholic vibe to it at times. But this latest album, once again called Rose Pink Cadillac, seems to be a little bit more free-spirited in a kind of fun way. It seems like he really had fun making this album. It's probably best that I just play you a song, but I think it's funny sometimes that the parallels and the tie-ins sometimes with artists when they go off and they do other things. More than anything else, I'm just so happy to see Angus back because he's such a great songwriter. And I'm just going to go straight in. The very first song, which is the title track is just such a great introduction. So check this out. See what you think. Once again, the album is called Rose Pink Cadillac. That's the name of the song. And this comes from Dope Lemon.
was Rose Pink Cadillac off the album of the same name from Dope Lemon, a.k.a. Angus Stone. Big fan. And this is another scenario where I'm so happy to discover, or rather rediscover, an artist. Angus is just great songwriter he really is and this album is fun it's just a good fun listen this is something that i might not have anticipated from him maybe based off his earlier work but just a great album and a heck of a start to the year but i'm sure this was a hodgepodge for you definitely one of my more varied mixes of music for you wouldn't have it any other way here at schizophrenic music so hopefully you found something that you like there As always, there will be links on our website. You can go check things out. You can stream, make a purchase. Please make a purchase when you can. This helps these artists out. And wherever you're listening in, uh, give us a like, a follow. Uh, If you can share it, that's great. And especially subscribe, because that's going to let you know when the next episode is released. But thanks so much, as always, for listening in. And until next time, take care.